Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. I'm joined by Eddie Winnie, Operations Manager for Orange Skies NZ. Morena to you, Eddie. Morning, brother. How you doing? Not too bad. And yourself? Yeah, can't complain. Nice. That's good. That's good. Right, first off, I guess, who are Orange Sky and what do you do? Uh, yeah, all right. So if, if people can picture, we've got these big, bright orange vans. I um, mean, inside our vans, we've got two washing machines, two dryers, uh, and a hot shower in the back. Mm-hmm. And so we provide our service for free um, all around the community. We've got a van in Auckland and a van in Wellington. Um, and yeah, we provide our service for free. We go out twice a day or sometimes three times a day, seven days a week. Um, and yeah, provide free washing, free showers. Um, and just a place for people to come and hang out and connect with our volunteers. Nice, nice. So um, it's a service for, for homeless New Zealanders. Um, of course, um, you know, it's it was a really big news story five years ago, right? The homeless issue in New Zealand. And now it's kind of turned into the story of just uh, governments housing people in motels, but not actually talking about the people themselves. And I guess that's always kind of been an issue in New Zealand when we're talking about homelessness. We're talking about a problem, but we're not talking about the humans. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like you're saying, like there's, there's been a big push, especially during COVID, and there's been quite a few success stories of guys getting accommodation and then into permanent housing. Um, but there are people that still have fallen through the gaps. And the thing is, like, everyone has their own stories. Everyone has their own um, reasons why. And, and, and just like just treating everyone as individuals and um, and seeing how we can support that person best. I mean, we're, we're just one piece of the puzzle uh, yeah. when it comes to supporting homeless. And, and especially, like, even since COVID, uh, we've noticed a, a big shift in um, a lot of families that have been doing it tough. So yeah. they might have a roof over their head still, but just to be able to afford to save money off the laundromat, that just means another 10 or $20. Um, of food on the table for the kids. So, yeah, it's been a very interesting year, I think, for, for a lot of Kiwis. No doubt it has been. Yeah, our perception of, of who is homeless and the predicaments of why they are that way is is a falsehood, really, eh, in New Zealand? For sure. Like, I've been doing this now for a couple of years, and, um, yeah, even my own perceptions, I, I still have to make sure I keep, um, yeah, keep checking them and make, like, I, I'm still learning so much about, um, yeah, uh, everyone's, everyone's stories. I mean, a big part of what we try to do is is connect with people. And, and I remember there was one guy who was telling me um, that this was the first conversation he had in five weeks. And like for me, that just blew my mind um, that someone that's living in the city, surrounded by people, not even having like a someone say a quick hello to him. So yeah, I think just everyone's situation is different. And um, yeah, we're just really keen to just do life with people, whether it's the good, the bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, and, and another thing... Um you, you just mentioned things uh, thing before though. Some people do have a roof over their head, but you know they've got zero money. Uh, other other than that, I mean, so we've got two big things over the past like five or so years. Of course, COVID nineteen, but there's also the massive impact of rising uh, house prices, which in turn increase rent prices. Uh, to a level that is out of control and with you know I know they've just put up the minimum wage to $20 but it's still not the living wage uh, when it comes to living in a city like Auckland and Wellington um, rents are phenomenal like, it's crazy um, so you've got plenty of uh, families that just you know are barely scraping by but you've also got the fact that you've got families um, with working people that are living it rough on the streets as well and, and they're working Yep, yep, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. It's, 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 it's really you can never like the people that you see on the shift. Some of them you just would never have guessed. Uh, I remember there was a lady. Um, she came. She had a suit on, um, and she came to do some washing. And she had just lost her place 
um, that she was staying at. Um, and she was sleeping in her car, and she still had work. She still had work to go to the next day. And, and we've noticed that a lot. A lot of people are coming to us because we have quite a few early morning shifts. Come to us early to get their the clothes that they're going to wear to work, and, and go straight to work from there. So it's um, yeah, yeah, it's been very interesting. It would have been, and you know, these people are still, you know, and, and a lot of workplaces have to be some type of presentable, right? Yeah, that's it. And like, it's, it's something that we can like. I know for myself. It's so easy to take for granted. I can wake up and I'm very lucky to have a roof on my head and a shower, but that's not the case for a lot of people. Um, some literally don't have access to, to a washing machine, or if their washing machine breaks down, um, it's very, it's some, for some people, it's quite hard to find that spare money to, um, to fix that. And so, everyone, again, there's so many different situations that people have. Yeah. Now, this service began in Australia with a couple of young chaps uh, a few years back. Now it's expanded over there uh, from, I think, its original base in Melbourne to having 27 or so um, vans or, or in different locations. Um, you've got two locations in New Zealand, Auckland and Wellington. How did you get involved and how did it begin in New Zealand? Um, well, so I, grew, I grew up in South Auckland. I live in Manurewa and even just in my own hometown, um, like the walk from my house to the train station I'd see so many people sleeping in their cars um, some of the sex workers still working in the morning some of the um, people some of the guys sleeping on the streets like sleeping in front of the local church um, steps and so it was just really hard to ignore um, and I wanted to do something better in my own community so I just started off at the local laundromat providing that for, for free and, and helping people out but then yeah you really realised that the need got a lot bigger so I thought um, I flipped the table on the Aussies and still one of their ideas for one. <laughs> yeah, we looked at um, yeah we looked at um, doing over here, but um, there are some good Aussies out there. I'll say this, and um, yeah, I, I called them up and said, "Look, this is what I'm trying to do." Um, and so they, um, their CEO at the time, came over, um, and we quickly came up with a plan of how we could get a van here. And um, yeah, that's about yeah. We, we, our first van got here almost three years ago, and haven't looked back since. Yeah, nice, nice. And as I said before, you're in Auckland and Wellington, but is there any plans to expand outside of those cities? Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, we're, we're getting emails from um, all, all, all different towns, Christchurch, Hamilton, Hawke's Bay, Dunedin, um, just asking, you know, when, when can we expect to see one of our vans out there or when can we support some of the people out there? Um, and so the, the, the dream has always been that would be um, every New Zealander would have access to one of our vans, or that being until... Uh, the day that our vans aren't needed anymore, which is to the day I'll celebrate more than anyone. Yes. But yeah, yes. until then, um, yeah, definitely keep an eye on this space. Um, hopefully, over the next year or two, you'll see a couple more vans starting to pop up. And how does the service impact lives? Look, again, it's, it's something that I don't think I can even fully understand because, um, yeah, like I said, like I'm, I'm very lucky um, to have a shower and stuff, but just to see people's smiles as they come out of the, the showers. And look, um, we do life with people, so like they... Um, some people, um, you know, they have a shower and then they get some clean clothes and go to a job and speak. Get, like, that, that's happened quite a few times. And, you know, that's, that's awesome. And that's not just because of us. We're just a small part of the journey. But, um, yeah, just just simple support of a free washing shower. I don't think I could ever fully realise, um, yeah, how much that can mean to someone. Yeah. And it's good. I, I like that you mentioned you're just one small part of it because there's so many great uh, um, incentives out there from a lot of different organisations that are helping. Mm. Um, but it's sad that we need um, organisations like you and City Mission up in Auckland and a lot of other organisations that are funded, self-funded and not necessarily funded from the government, although City Mission I think does get a lot of money from the government um, but that's the thing, right, you are a volunteer-based service that is funded through donations I mean, we've got about 200 volunteers um, that, that take our vans out every day and um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't know where we'd be without them. And then, yeah, we've also been very lucky. Um, just the general public, everyday mums and dads um, that have that have donated us or, or kids. Um, some schools have done fundraisers and stuff. Um, yeah, to, to keep us going and to pay for um, the running costs. And, and yeah, we wouldn't be in, in, in Wellington with our second band if it wasn't for them. So yeah, no, we're very thankful for the support that we've been we've given. Nice, yeah. nice. And if um, people want to you know, get in behind you, it's a great organisation. Um, how do we find you and how do we donate? If, if anyone um, has two hours a week or four nights to volunteer or if they're in a position to donate, they can um, check us out on orangesky.org.nz um, and they can find all the information there about um, how to do that. Or if they just want to find out more about who we are and, and the people that we're supporting, um, they can go to our social media on Facebook and Instagram. Just search New Zealand and you'll see us there. Easy, easy. Um, well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us this morning, um, and thank you for the great work that you're doing. It's sadly that it's so sad that it's needed, uh, and like you said before, you know, the day that um, it's not needed is the day you'll celebrate like no one else. Um, but then you'll be the one out of a job. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you can move on to something else. Well, I'm sure karma comes around, so I'll, I'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, a great organisation and great work that you're doing that's really important. As you said before, it's, um, you know, it probably helps people have a sense of pride, um, helps people, um, you know, do their job that they're doing even though you know the circumstances they're in but also it's uh, helping people find um, work and um, find a sense of, of belonging and whatnot so it's really important mm. so thank you so much for the work that you do and your organisation Orange Sky um, New Zealand and like you said before www.orangesky.org.nz or find you on social media once again Eddie thank you so much Thank you so much, Steve. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. And, um, well, I'd like to think that we'd never have to talk again, but maybe we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure I'll be around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, guys. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.